another episode of What the Tech Am I Doing? Today, we have Trayvon Bryant. He's talking to us today about motivation, mindset, um, super inspiring guy, and I'll let him introduce himself, but welcome to episode 11. Thanks for coming on the show, Trey. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> um, again, as she said, my name is Trayvon Bryant, uh, motivational speaker here. And um, I'm just excited to be on the show today and to be able to share some perspective with you all. Thanks. So tell, so Trey and I met, um, he was D1 athlete at UNH. I um, was over there for a summer doing some internships and his story's super cool. So do you want to give him a little bit about your background and what it, your college experience looks like if you want to share anything about even before that and then how it got to you to where you are now yeah definitely so um so again as she said i was a division one football player at the university of new hampshire uh went in 2014 graduated 2018 um so you know the the the, the whole thing of my story is that you know my dream was to make it to the nfl was to become a pro player um, and, you know, going in, I, I was doing a great job, had a great season and literally got to the point to where it was my senior year and I was getting the opportunity to showcase my talent in front of the NFL scouts. Um, I was literally getting close to my dream, to my goal, and I was just to be able to compete at the next level. Uh, I got to a position in life where, you know, it was the night before practice. It was a spring practice and it was had to be like the day before Easter at that time. And that night, I literally told my two roommates, I was like, guys, we only have five more practice left of spring ball before we can just kind of chill, before we get into the grind of summer. And, you know, we just got to stay healthy. And little did I know that, you know, within eight hours, I would be, you know, laying on the ground with a torn ACL, MCL, both meter and lateral meniscus and a patella tendon all in one. And so, you know, it was uh, devastating. It was, it was life-changing. And I thought that at the moment that, you know, I tore my, my knee up that, you know, everything that I worked hard for, every single thing that I dreamed, it, it just, you know, it was all for nothing. I thought my life was over. Um, I grew up and the only thing I knew was football. And I thought that was the only thing that was going to make me successful in life. And so I got into a position to where I had to make a decision whether I was going to give up or continue to keep fighting through and to continue to, uh, to be successful. And, you know, I, I look back at that moment where, you know, I was depressed, anxiety, um, doubt, you know, it was just a, a lot of disbelief within myself that I had because of that moment. And I thought that what I experienced was a punishment from, you know, something that I may have done before in life. Um, but I didn't see the bigger picture. And now today I see everything, you know, playing out because I decided not to give up. I decided that I can still be success, uh, successful and that I was more than a football player. And I sit here today uh, to be able to, you know, give you that summary of my story, uh, but to also be able to go into depth with it as I talk with Dally throughout the show. Thanks for sharing that background. I think you touched on something super important, which was, and I think a lot of athletes go through it, whether it's an injury or, you know, you've been, an athlete, you've been top performer for your whole life or most of it, and then now all of a sudden you're you're not that anymore. So talking about the the mental health aspect and trying to come to grips with that, um, is there anything you did or can is there anything you can talk about about kind of coming to accepting that that's uh, you're more than just an athlete? Right. Yeah. Definitely. So 
my biggest thing is, and, and I think with this topic, it kind of explains how, you know, my brand, my logo, Talking With Trey started. Um, so, you know, being a, being an elite athlete all my life, right. Always being on top of the charts of being the fastest, the strongest, or, um, you know, just being the most athletic, getting to a position in life to where in a matter of seconds, you are in a wheelchair and you're depending on others to help you get into the shower and to get food for you. Like that, that dramatic change in lifestyle. Um, is something that is very detrimental to, you know, people who live, sleep, and eat athletics. Um, so for me, once I hit that position in life, as I said, a lot of depression, a lot of anxiety, uh, you know, a lot of mental health issues I had. Um, you know, one thing that I did through that was I had a battle between my ego as a football player and accepting where I was at in life. And so I, I really battled with myself because – you know, I was always seen as a team captain, right? I was, I was the first two-time team captain in the University of New Hampshire's football history, um, which was a huge accomplishment, and I was honored to be in that position. But to be in that position at a, at a Division One level, um, it requires a lot of your attention, and it requires a lot of effort to make sure that you're, you know, you're leading um, a top-tier team at the time uh, to be successful. So at that time, I was battling with my identity, I was battling with my, my self-esteem, you know, and knowing who I, who I was, but then also battling with still being strong to lead a team of 98 guys um, at the Division One level. And so I was really being torn between focusing on myself and trying to, to gain back my identity, gain back my motivation, my dedication towards the game or towards life. I was being pulled between that and then, you know, also having to put my troubles, my feelings, and my thoughts aside to stay strong for the guys. And so, you know, I really, the, the thing that really helped me out a lot in that was talking to myself. Um, see, I, because I think that society tells men that, you know, showing emotions is something that makes you weak. Um, something, you know, being sensitive is something that makes you weak. It makes you less of a person, less of a, of a man, less of a human being. And I think I was battling with that thought because, you know, being on the team with 98 other guys, I felt like I had a few friends who I could talk to and, and kind of express my thoughts and my feelings to. But after a while, it just kind of got to the point to where, you know, I felt like no one wanted to listen. Uh, I felt like no one wanted to help me anymore. And I felt like people started to see me as being weak. And, and that was not a normal image for me um, within others' eyes. And so I really started talking to myself. And, and that's how talking with Trey started. Um, I would literally, before I would even go home, I would just sit in the car for hours. Uh, either crying or just talking to myself about what I was feeling or what I was depressed about, or, you know, talking about, you know, a joke that a coach made about me being on crutches or whatever that really, you know, made me, made me sad or made me mad. Right. Or just like literally talking to myself in the car over and over about these things. And I was sitting in the car for hours before I would even go in. Sometimes it would be 1130 at night and I still haven't went inside, you know, and, and it was just to, to kind of avoid having to, to put on this fake persona that I was okay or that I was fine, you know, in front of my friends, in front of my roommates. And what happened was I realized that I was having these uh, deep and meaningful conversations with myself. And, 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 I, and I thought to myself, I was like, there's no way in the world that I'm the only person that's dealing with these issues, that's dealing with these thoughts. And so I began to develop this idea of, you know, taking my phone out and recording some of these conversations and putting them on my Instagram stories. And when I did that, the feedback that I got from people who 
felt the message, people who understood what I was going through, even though they didn't have the same injury, but, you know, the same mindset, the same feeling, the same experience of depression and anxiety and, and just feeling worthless, you know, people related to that. And somehow it kind of developed to where I transitioned into this position to where I was able to share my life experiences with others and, and find my strength being strengthened, you know, by uh, hearing people's feedback saying that, you know, this really helped me out a lot, or this was something that, you know, I, I've really been thinking about a lot. And, and by you talking about it, this really helped me come to terms with what I was dealing with. And so it wasn't until that moment that I started to find, uh, you know, strength within myself to, to realize that, you know, I am human. Yes, I'm a man. Yes, I'm a team captain. Yes, I'm, you know, changing uh, paths for my family and for my community, but I'm still human. And, you know, we're going to be weak at, at times. And, you know, whether male or female, we all experience the same feelings. And so once I realized that, I was able to become more open and be more vulnerable with people about what I was feeling and about what I was experiencing. And it was the, it was the, the, the thought process of being weak, um, of being weak that I think that I was afraid of, that I feared the most. But what I didn't realize was that when I was at my weakest point, I was actually at my strongest point because you know, a lot of time it seems like the world tells us that being vulnerable and, and being weak and, and showing that you're hurting and that you're, you know, and that you're, you're wounded, right? It shows us that we're weak. But at that time, if you allow yourself to express your feelings and to be vulnerable and to be open, people can really receive that. So at that time, that's when you're building strength. Um, that's when you're, you know, that's when you're really developing yourself into who you can really become because it's really all about the process. And it wasn't until I realized that when I'm weak, I'm strong, that I begin to develop enough energy and enough motivation and, and enough dedication to continue to keep telling my story. And, and that's kind of how I got through, you know, the mental part of, of the injury um, is by talking to myself, literally talking to myself over and over and over and just thinking about the feelings and, and really assessing everything that I went through, you know, the, the negative thoughts, the positive thoughts, the, the comments that people made, or, you know, just, the deja vu's that I would have of me being on the NFL team and playing and, and, and being that big time, you know, hometown hero and knowing that that wasn't going to be true, you know, like accepting that stuff and, and feeling the emotions over and over and over to the point to where I've become so comfortable with it that when I begin to share, when I begin to talk about it, it, it doesn't affect me the way that it did at, at first because I spent time in it. I spent time in the process of developing myself to who I am today. and that's how I begin to, to gain power and to gain strength. Because see, I think a lot of times we hit those tough situations and we, want to, we run away from the process. We want everything to get better. We want to uh, just wake up the next day and everything is gone. When in reality, it's the process that's going to uh, make you who you are, right? Make you who you want to be. And I kind of look at it and I always, I develop this analogy of, of working out. I think about it of being in the gym, right? So a lot of us have these physical, these goals that we want to be, you know, I want to be uh, 185 pounds, stripped muscle, you know, six pack, huge quads, or, you know, girls, I want to be nice, fit, skinny waist. Like we all have these goals for our body, but in order to reach these goals, you have to go to the gym and put your body under stress, right? So you have to wake up sore the next day. And then when you wake up sore, after you just had a good workout in the gym, you have to provide yourself with the nutrients and the amount of rest that your body needs in order for it to grow. And so 
thinking about how you have to put the, mu the muscles under stress in order for the body to develop into the thing that you wanted, I look at life the same way. And so that situation was the same thing for me. So even though I was in that position of life where I was hurting, where I felt like I was being torn apart and I was waking up mentally, physically, and emotionally sore every single day, it was just a process of growth. Um, and, and, and when I talk about, you know, the proteins and the amount of sleep that you need to give your body in order for it to grow, you know, I, I look at that as a representation of reading, of praying, of being around the people who, uh, bring me joy of doing the things that I once loved, um, before I got into something else or whatever, like just reverting back to those things that brought me joy. And, and that right there represents the protein, the things that you need to do in order to feed your mind, to feed your heart, to feed your soul, to help you. Uh, grow into who it is that you really want to become. And so I, I kind of use that analogy of going to the gym and putting the body under stress, the same thing with life. And so once I developed that perspective and I realized that, you know, this situation that I'm going through right now, even though I feel like my dream has been crushed, my dream has been ripped away from me, I realized that there was a bigger picture. There was something else for me because when we make a decision in life that we want to become great, in order to become great, you have to be put under stress in order to grow. And whatever that stress is, right, whatever, however it encounters, you know, someone could lose a parent or someone could get in a serious car accident and, you know, survive it or someone can, whatever that stressor is, it's going to come once you make that decision to become somebody great. And you have to make the decision if you're going to allow it to stop you from growing, right, and you're going to stop the whole process of going to the gym every day, right? Reading your books mentally, getting your mind strong and, and reading up on what it is that you want to become or that you see yourself doing in the future. Either you're going to make that decision to stop and not do it, or you're going to continue to keep going through that gym process and continue to keep feeding yourself the nutrients and the, and the knowledge and, and seeking help, professional help, right? That you need in order to grow to become the person that you want to be because you never know what's waiting on the other side for you. As I said, for me, I thought that my life was leading down the path, the path of an NFL player, NFL star. But now I realize that I was blessed with a gift of speaking, and I've accepted the path of becoming a motivational speaker, sharing my message day in and day out to a lot of middle school, high school, and even adults, um, you know, and just changing lives. And, and, and I know that I made the right decision to give up, not even give up that dream, but to accept what happened to me because I have the same passion for speaking that I have when I play football, right? So being on the field and, and hearing the crowd and hearing the roars and hear, you know, the, the, the name being called out, that same, the butterflies that I get before the first kickoff, I get those same feelings when I go to speak to a school or when I go to talk on a podcast or whatever, it still feels like I'm in the game. And so it's just wow. like whatever passion that you have for something, even when it stops, even when you hit a brick wall, can you transfer that same energy, that same desire that you had for it into something else? Um, and, that, and that just goes to show that, you know, I don't think any of us were created to be one dimensional human beings to be able to do one thing. I think that all of us, we, ha we have multiple talents and we have multiple gifts. And I think what makes each talent or what makes each gift stand out more is based on how much you put into it. And so, you know, something that comes natural to you, that same energy and emotion that you have for it, right? Can you take that same energy and emotion and transfer it? into another gift if that gift doesn't work out. And that's something that I learned through my process. And so it's just like, you know, that, that whole stage of mental weakness and, and feeling and, and being vulnerable and being able to talk to people um, was just a stage of, of development, a stage of growth to bring me to where I am today. I love that. It's clear how passionate you are about this. And 
you can tell that you're a good motivational speaker and you know why people keep inviting you to these types of things because you're so ahead of your time even like where you are now just for being a young man but also where you were in college like not many college students can say that they noticed their feelings acknowledged that it was okay and then sat there and worked through them like not many people now do that. Um, I feel like so often we push our emotions to the side or we look at someone else and say like, oh, they they must have it bad, better. Or even you opening up, you're such a happy, energetic, like light of a person. And so someone could look at you and be like, oh yeah, I'm sure he has it all together. And then really by opening up, you're sharing like, no, everyone's working through something. Everyone has to work through those processes and it's what you do with these experience life's giving you that makes you who you are and you know helps you develop into a better person um I've, I've heard a few quotes that i thought of when you're talking and it's like life happens for you not to you and i think that's one of the biggest things that i've enjoyed is like if something happens like that happened for me now let me figure out why it happened and how i can make the most of that situation no matter what it is if it's good if it's bad you know, instead of being like, oh, why do these things keep happening to me? I think it's just those simple switches in the mindset that you're talking about that, that really make a difference. So it's awesome that you're sharing that with the world. Thank you. Yeah. And I, I mean, and I totally agree with everything you're saying. I think self-awareness is, is the biggest thing is, you know, becoming really self-aware. And, and when I say that, I mean, you know, diving deep within yourself and noticing your thoughts and your feelings through certain situations, you know, whether it's good or whether it's bad, you know, how did you feel about it? How did it affect you? Like, what, what, what did you say about it? How did you, you know, like, it's just, it's just being very self-aware and, and knowing uh, just the small things about you. And I think that, you know, having that ability to be self-aware uh, helps you with your future decisions on certain situations or certain opportunities that you get in life. Um, but it definitely helps you develop a, a perspective. And, and that's what I'm all about. I'm all about perspective development because I think that, you know, my perspective, like I've always had a good perspective and I've always been very motivated and passionate about the game of football and just passionate about life and uh, motivating, uh, motivating others. Um, but I didn't develop a, a, a different perspective of life until I encountered that situation of, you know, hitting that brick wall and, and noticing that, wow, this is, this is literally it. Like, this is probably the last time that I'll strap up and wear a helmet and shoulder pads, you know? And so once I developed that perspective and I spent that time being self-aware, I was able to create different paths for myself um, based off of what life gave me. And so I totally agree with everything, you know, you just said. And I just think that perspective uh, development is very important and being self-aware is very important. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, I think genuinely the happiest and calmest in terms of like clarity and mindset people I've met, the more you get to know them, the more you realize their backstory and that they have gone through something difficult, whatever it may be in, what it, in whatever realm it is. Um, and it's like clear that they reflected on it and have gotten to this point where all they want to do is, you know, be happy, help others. It's such a common path. And so, when you go through those things, it's like, no, this is, I mean, it might not seem like it in the moment, but this is a good thing. It's helping me get to a clearer mind. Like there's something I'm going to gain from it. 
I think I was listening to uh, the Book of Joy. I've been listening to a lot of audibles this year, but it's a conversation between the Dalai Lama and Desmond Tutu, like two monks just talking about joy and happiness. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the things that the Dalai Lama was saying was that when he feels frustrated or stressed or just like down, he'll get really like he'll look at humility and try and look at what's going on in the world. And he's like, it's not like they have it worse than me, but it's like, we're all going through something and sympathizing with that and just realizing how much purpose we can bring to the world. And so I thought that was interesting. It's like even someone like that, that's dedicated their whole life to being a monk and spiritual, like they still, he still has these things that he's working through. And he sent, he finds a way to center himself um, through each of those actions. So I really appreciate what you're saying there. Yeah. And um, I think you said something else that I wanted to touch on and that's, so you had this passion of football um, and I think everyone, you know, has some passion, whether it's their job, whether it's a hobby, whether it's something they're just interested in. And obviously everyone just wants to feel that passion in a lot of things that they're doing. Or they might be like, oh, I can't make a, a job out of that passion. And I think it's cool that you broke it down and we're like, okay, what is it about this that I like? Clearly leading people. Clearly as a captain, you have to you know, talk to people. You have to get them in the right mindset. You have to be motivational. So you know, others are following you into that field and to victory. And so you took those principles and found what they fit into. And I mean, with what you're doing with talking with Trey, with your job, you're doing these things and helping develop people. And I think that's something that anyone can take out of that is find, even if it's a passion and people say like, oh, you know, get paid for what you like to do. Even if you think you can't get paid for it, what are the qualities of those things? Like break it down to the bare minimum that you enjoy. And there's probably so many jobs or so many hobbies that surround that passion you can find joy from yep. um, without fixating on like, oh, I need to be in the NFL to be happy or right. I need to do this to be happy. It's like, okay, but, but getting as far down into the why as you can, I think can translate to anyone. Exactly. Yeah, definitely. And, and I mean, like, and, and when you speak of money, when you talk about money, like you can make money doing anything. <laughs> you can literally make money doing anything. And so, you know, for anyone that's listening uh, to this show right now, you know, whatever your dream, your passion is, like a, a lot of times we, we go to our nine to five job and sometimes we don't like our job. We, we were frustrated at the end of the day. We're tired. Right. And we're like, oh, I can't wait till the weekend. And everyone has what, you know, they have this little thing that they like to do on the side or whatever. They want to create a little side hustle or, you know, this is something that they hope to see in the future, uh, make a living for themselves. Um, it, it goes back to your dedication and, and how, how bad do you want it? Um, you know, and I, and I think about me, like I wanted to go to the NFL to change the financial situations of my life and, and to be able to help, you know, uh, better my family's life as well. But then I realized that like, there are billions and trillions of other people who are successful doing the things that they love and they don't put on a helmet and shoulder pads every day. They don't, you know, they don't play in a stadium full of thousands of people. Like they don't, there's a lot of people that are still successful. So like, why can I not be one of those people to, to turn my dream, to turn my idea into something that's going to be great. And, and I, and I think of, you know, the idea of like, 
even the chair that you're sitting in right now. Like at one point, there was no such thing as a chair. And somebody said, I'm tired of sitting on the floor, or sitting on the ground or sitting on this hard rock. Let me create this idea, right, of a chair. It started off as an idea. And this idea, this person believed in it so, so much. And they created this chair. And now for generations, millions and thousands of years later, people are still using a chair, which started off as an idea of somebody who we probably don't even know who, you know, invented the chair. So it's just like, you never know whatever your, whatever your passion is, whatever your little side hustle is, or whatever job, whatever thing it is that you want to create in life, you never know what that can turn into, right? And so if you have an idea of something that you want to do, you, you have to eliminate the fear of failing within it, right? Because when we eliminate the fear of failing in life, we eliminate failing due to fear, right? So you have to continue to keep investing within your dream because you never know what it can turn into. And so I like to think to look at the bigger picture. So when I you know, accepted that the NFL wasn't going to be the thing for me, I realized that I have to allow my gift to make room for me. And so I look at it like this. One of my favorite motivational speakers, Eric Thomas, uh, he, he talked about, you know, allowing your gift to make room for you. And so, you know, he said he once he got into speaking, he never went into speaking for the for the purposes of making money or becoming a millionaire. Right. He really wanted to pour value into people's lives. He really wanted to, you know, tell his story of how he made it from where he was to where he is today. And it just so happened that he brought so much value to the people that he was speaking to that, you know, word of mouth starts to spread around. And now all these people want to hear what you have to say because it's so motivating and it's so leading, right? That now they put a price on it, right? Now they want to pay for it. And so it just, it, it kind of turns into this thing to where when you pour out value, people are going to pay for it because it's, it's valuable, right? And so, and, and a lot of time, a lot of times, you know, a lot of business owners, you 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 don't make enough, you don't make the money based off of how good your your product is. I mean you do, but in a way, when you're starting off small, you don't really make so much money based off of how good your product is and you know your customer service and all that stuff. It, it's based on the amount of value, the relationships that you have with people. When you can connect with people, people will pay as much as you charge or even more for an item that you're selling because of the relationship that they have with you. Now, you know, for the bigger companies or whatever who, you know, are well-known, like Apple and, you know, Tesla and all, like, whatever, like, those are big-name, you know, things that people are going to pay a lot of money for just because they're worth so much. But if you're a small business owner and you're, and you're thinking about starting, like, make sure you invest into the relationships and pour and, and put value within those relationships, create value, because when you become valuable, you become a necessity, right? Mm -hmm. um, and so, I, and then I just think about, you know, when I talk about value, Think about, you know, if someone ever asked you, like, Dally, why do you love your mother, right? You'll just say, oh, it's because my mom, she birthed me or whatever. And that's not really the case of why we love our parents. We love our parents because they fed us, because they clothed us, because they protect us, because they teach us valuable lessons. They, you know, they, they nurtured us. They've done all these things, which added so much value into our lives to the point to where they became a necessity, right? And so now we reach a certain age to where we don't need them, but we still kind of depend on our parents. Yeah. But it's not so much because of them giving birth to us, but it's the amount of value that they poured into our lives that we feel, uh, you know, we feel like we have to give our lives back to them in some sort of way. And so it's the same type of thing when you're in business and you're talking about creating these relationships with people, you have to pour value uh, into the relationship and and that's what's going to build you up until you you know become that that big name and so same thing for me with speaking like i don't 
I don't look for this to, to you know, make me money or, or whatever. Like, that's not my goal. Like, I honestly want to pour into the lives of others. I want to speak to the young athletes who think that football is their only way out. And I want to help them discover their other talents and their other gifts and to um, not just put all their eggs in one basket and, and to go all out for football. Like, yes, you can do it, but I want you at the same time to realize the other gifts that, that you have, to realize the other talents that you have that you can also, you know, put time and energy in. So just in case if this one thing doesn't work, you, you have another gift and talent, something that can uh, help propel you to that successful life that you want to live. And so, you know, it's just like, I don't know. I just look at it as like the amount of value that you pour into somebody's life. If you continue to keep doing it, you know, some way how like life is going to provide you with the things that you need in order to continue to keep taking care of the amount of people that you're taking care of. Right. And so I, my pot may start off with five people and I may have, uh, I may have $500, $100 per person to take care of those people. But as those people begin to go out into the community and say, hey, you know, you know, Trayvon was really helping me out with this, man. He provided me with, you know, and word of mouth is going to spread. And now I got more and more people coming in that are supporters and that are followers. So life is going to bless me with more and more money to take care of more and more people. Yeah. And so as you continue to pour value into other people's lives and to give and to give wholeheartedly, you're going to, uh, you know, life. God or, you know, whatever it is that you believe in is going to provide you with the, necess uh, with the necessities that you need in order to continue to keep taking care of the people that you take care of. And so, you know, I just say all of that just to say for anyone who's listening that if you have any dreams or any goals with your little side hustle or whatever, to make sure that you invest time into it because you never know what your idea can turn into. It can turn into something yeah. that, you know, people for generations will continue to use and continue to buy and continue to, you know, sell on their own. So don't, don't give up on yourself and keep pushing. I love that. Yeah, we we always look at these things and we think they're an overnight success. And you're like, no, you just saw the the switch flip and it get adopted. So like once it hits a certain point, that next separation was what we saw. We didn't see, you know, the years of hard work. And I think hopefully people are taking out of this conversation and going to add value to whatever they're doing in their lives. But it's clear that you're adding value and trying to spread that knowledge and motivation and inspiration to others so that's amazing um and i'm really glad you're able to come on um we're trying to keep it on time so mm -hmm. what i will i'm gonna add end on one last question uh, but before i do that let the people know where they can find talking with trace i feel like by this point they're probably like ready to hear more mm -hmm. i know you post uh, some motivational talks and like if people enjoyed this, they're going to want to get more of that, more tidbits from you. So where, where should they find you? Yeah, definitely. So you can find me on uh, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter, all three of those at Talking With Trey. Um, and then you can find me on Facebook as my name, Trayvon Bryant. Um, but mostly right now, the two biggest accounts that I've been, you know, pushing most of my content out of um, is TikTok and, and Instagram at Talking With Trey. My YouTube is there as well. So if you're a YouTuber, Talking With Trey for the YouTube as well. Um, I'm slowly developing the YouTube, but that's definitely getting worked on. So again, for most of those platform, platforms, you can find me at Talking With Trey. Nice, thank you. Okay, so then last question. For the people, what are three things you want them to leave with? Like after they've listened to all that, they're, they're amped up, they're motivated, they've taken away some stuff. 
just a couple of things that you want to leave the audience with that you think is valuable. Yep. So first thing I'll start off by saying is, you know, the quote that I said earlier, um, when we eliminate the fear of failing in life, we eliminate failing due to fear, right? So eliminate the fear of failing in life. You can't be afraid to, to, to fail in life, right? Um, failure is the catalyst to success. Every single time you fail, you get the answers to the test. And so every single time that you attempt, you're able to go with more knowledge and to go with more confidence. Um, so keep attempting until you succeed. Second thing is self-awareness. Spend time with yourself. Um, you know, really take the time to heal from the past traumas or the past bad relationships that you've been through. And don't be in such of a rush to uh, hop into the next thing. Embrace the process. Learn and grow and seek knowledge and, and you know, just look deep within yourself. Um, so develop that self-awareness. And then the third thing is just perseverance. You got to just continue to keep pushing. Like, and, and, and that's within everything. We're going to have our hard times. Um, there are going to be weeks. There are going to be days where you're less motivated, where you don't feel like getting up and following your daily routine. Um, but you just have to know that if you continue to keep pushing through and continue to keep uh, knowing that things are going to work out, right, continue to keep putting that positive energy out there, uh, I think you'll be successful. And I think you'll find, you'll find your way uh, on the green side of the grass. <laughs> Thanks, Trey. So that concludes uh, our latest episode. And don't forget, everyone, to go follow Talking with Trey on his social media sites. And hopefully, you like this one. Share it with someone who needs some motivation. I think this was a great one to really fire someone up. Whether I like to listen to podcasts when I run, so this is one that I definitely be like up in the pace and going um this is a great one to start your morning off get, like conquering the day so um really appreciate you taking the time but thanks that is another episode of what the tech am i doing